This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of WSFI Spotlight. I am your host, Bill Snyder, and on today's program, I am blessed to be joined by Frances Forees. She is the founder and executive director of Maristella. Welcome, Fran, to the program, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of WSFI Spotlight. Thank you, Bill, and thank you, Angela, and Catholic Radio for inviting me to come and talk about Maristella, my favorite charity. Yes, so first, Fran, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'm a widow and a former member of the Sisters of St. Casimir. I was educated and trained by the Sisters to be a teacher. I taught for 46 years. Presently, I live in a a single life with my two cats and my dog, Sparky. I am a person who tries to live a Christian life by serving the homeless. I am a member of the secular religious order called Carmelites. I am the founder and director of Maristella. Maristella is a ministry to homeless women and children in Lake County. The word Maristella is from the Latin meaning star of the sea, Stella being star and Mar sea. It is a title given to Mary, the mother of Jesus. You may ask why we would name an organization Maristella. The founders felt the ladies who we were going to serve needed a model to follow, and we felt who better than the mother of Jesus. Mary was the best mother to her son and an example to all of us. She worked tirelessly to give her son a good home. Wonderful. And uh, the program Maristella, um, how did it get started? Well, there were actually three co-founders. We all wanted to do something with our lives to make a difference here in Lake County. We met every Tuesday for three years and visited shelters and talked to those who were directors and those who were part of the shelter experience. We thought of helping people who had AIDS, maybe prostitutes, and other types of needs, but those seemed to be too difficult. So we decided to keep things simple and help homeless women and mothers with children. We waited for one of us to be available. One person was in the Army, the other had a shelter going, and, and the third, being myself, was, be, was going to retire from teaching. When I retired, the other two people from the team decided to go their separate ways. I still wanted to pursue the dream, but had no money and no place to start. At that time, I had, fre- had frequented Marytown, a Franciscan friary in Libertyville. I loved praying there and felt the Lord calling me to talk to the, to the guardian, Father Patrick Greeno, about my challenge. After talking to Father and telling him about the lack of money and a place to start, he said, Why, Francis, you have a place right here. He welcomed me to Marytown. I had a cubby, a phone, a desk, and a chair. I was all excited. (laughs) How does one do this? My experience was the three years of practical study and my own childhood experience of being homeless. The calls started coming in, and there was so much to do. Father Patrick invited me to a small room at the end of the hall on the first floor, and he said, thought that he would be, it would be better for me to be in this place closer to the door. 
I thanked him and then proceeded to hire a person and took over the other small office across the hall. The brothers were very curious, and many of them were willing to help with events such as Thanksgiving and Christmas. More about that later. Maricela became a nonprofit agency. We hold a 501c3 status, so all donations to Maricela are tax-deductible. Wonderful. And what kinds of things does Maristella do for people in need? Okay, basically, Maristella helps people who are homeless or at risk of becoming homeless. Without going through the specifics, it comes down to helping through education, monetary assistance, and referrals. Maristella's education program is called MOM, standing for Moms of Maristella. MOM meets monthly for eight months during the year. We have guest speakers on relevant topics such as child abuse, parenting skills, addictions, healthy foods, and budgeting. The moms love to come to the meetings. They enjoy each other and learn to share with each other and learn from each other, as well as our guest speakers. Maristella helps women and children financially in three ways. We help those who are at risk of becoming homeless because they cannot pay their rent due to many different reasons. Maricela can also help with security deposit when necessary. Maricela also takes people that are already homeless off the street by placing them in a hotel for two weeks. During this time, the mother strives to find a job and also an apartment. Children that are homeless are at risk of losing out on their education. Changing schools two or three times a year is detrimental to a child's education, especially when they are very young in first and second grade. So it is very important for the mom to keep family life as normal as she could. If mom is constantly having a traumatic upset because of her situation, primarily the lack of money, the children will pick up on this and the problem becomes theirs and their school learning becomes very confused. What a big responsibility the mother and the school have towards these children. They do not know how just a little kind word can make a day for a homeless child. And how do you find out about people who are homeless and and how does Maristella find out uh, about them? Well, actually, they usually find us. We get calls, at least 15 calls a day. Wow. But people who are looking for help usually help each other by word of mouth. But today, with our website, our website is maricela.org, by the way, you can just get on the website and find more information about Maristella and what to do and how to get in contact with us. You can also go to Find Help Lake County for information on how to donate. The easiest way to donate is to go to maricella.org. Hit donate. It is easy and quick and we receive your donation quickly. We do appreciate your donations. Oh, and I don't forget my friends Google. Just put in Maricella and you will get answers right away. Thank you and God bless you. You may not know that Maristella is 18 years old, has helped over 5,000 families since it started in 1998. We could not have done this alone. It is with the help of God and generous people like you who make these things happen. Tell us a little bit about Thanksgiving and Christmas and how people can help the homeless during these times. Well, Thanksgiving is very excited for Maristella. Lots of people help. 
St. Vincent de Paul Society gets turkeys for us, and many schools participate by collecting canned goods. St. Joseph's Church collects fresh fruit and vegetables at Sunday Mass the week before Thanksgiving. About two days before Thanksgiving, people come from all over to get turkeys and food. The police even participate and help keep order. It is all done outside of our office as we pray for a good day and good weather. In the good old days at Marytown, we did all this sharing in the garages behind Marytown. That was fun, but our hours were just very too long. And I can remember the brothers bringing heaters to keep us warm as the end of the day came. Now days we do the sharing by only one hour about noontime it works out just as well and easier for all the volunteers and the clients yes we have learned a lot and Christmas is a wonderful time too of course it is because it is the birth of Christ but many of children who are in homeless situations do not have gifts their mothers just do not have money to buy gifts for them so we have a program called adopt a family Families from the local community adopt one of our families and they buy gifts and wrap them and put them in bags and number them and we have a big party and everyone comes, the families that are donating and the families that are also the homeless families. Mayor Rockingham from North Chicago has been a guest for, uh, for the last several years at our Christmas parties. We usually have some entertainment, a Christmas tree, plenty of food. Each family comes there and shares with other families, and they go home with large bags of gifts. We thank all of those that participate. That is wonderful, and I want to ask you a little bit about your current needs. What is your greatest need right now for the ministry? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, one of the biggest needs is the board. Our board is revamping, and so we do need people to volunteer their time to be on our board. And our board meets on the first Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. at our office, which is at 745 North Milwaukee Avenue, right by the train tracks in Liberty Square. Now, the board is the the guiding principle of Maristella, and so we need a strong board to to write grants and also to help us with fundraisers. But Maristella right now has to bring more funds into the program so that we can help families. But we also have one very special part that we are looking for right now. We were very friendly with a group of nuns called the Handmaids of the Precious Blood. Now, the Handmaids of the Precious Blood is a contemplative community, and they have moved to Tennessee, leaving their property available, which is about six acres, and it has buildings there, and we are looking to purchase that land in the amount of $460,000. So you see, we are really in need of a lot of money. And we will be working on this during the next during this coming year. So anybody who knows somebody who's got big bucks and wants to donate, donation is always tax deductible. And it, anything that we would do t- to get this started would be wonderful, and we would appreciate it. And, of course, you are always in our prayers. And so every time you put some money in that envelope and send it to us or go to maristella.org, that money is used to help the homeless. We do have two set two paid caseworkers in our office. I do not take a salary. That is my wish. And so all the money, all the other monies go to help the homeless. And so we hope that in your generosity, you could give us something, no matter what it is. We, our big goal now is to save money uh, for the, the new foundation. 
Thank you very much for listening. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of this, Fran. And we uh, applaud your work with the homeless. It's an important, important endeavor, one that one that is so needed in in the world. So, so thank you so much for all of your hard work over the many, many years that Maristella has been in in, in existence and since 1995. So, wow, very impressive. And thank you so much for all of your work. Thank you, Bill. Fran, we have to take a short break here on this episode of WSFI Spotlight. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with you. And also, you have on the second half of this program coming up, a member of Maristella, Crystal McFadden, is going to share her witness. So right back after this on WSFI Spotlight. Hello, I'm Father James Kubicki, the U.S. Director of the Apostleship of Prayer, and I ask you to support Catholic Radio in your area because Catholic Radio is the way that we can get the word out today. It's Catholic evangelization at its best, and I've heard conversion stories all over the place because of people who have tuned in as they're driving or in their homes, listening to Catholic Radio by accident and the Lord touching their hearts through the message they heard. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Are you enjoying this WSFI local program and want to share it with others? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen, Then Programming. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, Listen, Then Programming. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of WSFI Spotlight. We're having a wonderful conversation with Fran Foris. She, one of the directors of Maristella, and Fran has detailed for us in the first half of this program all of the wonderful many things that Maristella does as an organization that really helps women. And she has brought with her a guest for the second half of the program, Crystal McFadden. So, uh, Fran, would you like to introduce Crystal? Yes, thank you very much, Bill. Crystal is a member of Maristella in good standing, and she has five children, and she wants to tell her story. And so we welcome Crystal. You may start telling, and, and we may interrupt in the, uh, some place along the line, but you just go ahead and tell your story. Okay. Thanks, Crystal. Thank you, Fran. Well, my name is Crystal McFadden. I was born and raised on the west side of Chicago. My mother and father were young when they had me, so it wasn't really easy. I have four sisters and one brother. My mom became a single parent after my dad made some bad decisions and got incarcerated. My dad has been in and out of jail for most of my life, but he's still my dad and I love him so much. My family is not perfect, but nobody's family is. Throughout my life, 
I've had some very hard times and I struggled a lot as a child. I'm the oldest out of my brothers and sisters, so they always look to me for guidance and support. I was always there for them, even now, as an adult. We all are very close to each other. Growing up, I felt like I grew up too fast. I never really got the chance to really have a great childhood. My mom worked a lot to support us, so my grandmothers helped raise us. But all I really wanted was to be a happy family with my mom, dad, brothers, and sisters. As I became a teenager, my life started spiraling out of control because I felt the lack of love and support in my household. I started messing up in school and hanging around with the wrong crowd. I didn't take my life and education very serious. I used to get bullied a lot by other students, so I didn't have many friends. I slacked off in school so much that I had to go to summer school in order to get my grades up. I felt so sad not being able to walk across the stage with my peers. After completing my eighth grade year, I went on to high school. I wanted better for myself, but I still got sidetracked. I went down to a bad lifestyle. I started failing classes. I stopped going to school. It made it very hard on my mom when I didn't have to do certain things that I did. I could have made it easier if I just would have stayed focused and did what I was supposed to do as a child. But the lack of having support from both of my parents, that's what really hurt me and brought me down. Me and my father's relationship became distant because I felt he wanted to be perfect. He wanted to be a perfect dad, but he just didn't know how. When in the reality, he wanted me to be the best that I could be but I pushed him away because of the things that he failed on doing for me in my life as a child. I was lost and I was afraid to grow. I didn't wanna do things the hard way. I wanted to do things the right way, but I needed some guidance. So I eventually moved around from different places, going to different schools, and I still wasn't doing very good. I felt like I was broken in the inside and something just wasn't right. And I really couldn't understand why I was going about things the way that I was, but I just wanted to be loved. So I eventually went away to Job Corps in Joliet and I loved it until one day I found out that I was pregnant and I was only 16 years old. I felt so ashamed and scared to tell my parents because I felt like they would be mad at me so I chose to keep it a secret. So I was going to my appointments and being checked out by the doctors, and one day they pulled me out of class and they told me to come, come to the clinic. And when I came downstairs, I took another test and they told me, unfortunately, you had a miscarriage. So at only 16 years old, I got pregnant and I found out that I wasn't even gonna have a baby. So I couldn't understand why my life was going the way that it was. So I reached out to my parents to let them know what was going on. I was so afraid that they were gonna judge me and make me feel ashamed for what I did, but they didn't. They actually embraced me and told me that they loved me and they wanted to be here for me and just see me do things the way that I was supposed to, to grow and to become something in life. So I wound up 
getting into fights because I was just so frustrated with the things that I was going through that was personal. And I wound up getting kicked out of the program. So I left without my baby and I left without completing school. So I went back to Chicago with my mom and siblings. And I started to wanna grow closer to God because I felt like God was the only one that can steer me down the right path. I was determined to change. So I went back to school and I got a job and everything was working out good for me. I finally felt like I had a purpose in life. I started helping my mom out more and I started rebuilding my relationship with my parents. Things couldn't have been better. Then things started to get bad again. My father went back to jail because of drug abuse and the things that he went through in the streets. He lived a bad street life and he just struggled to get his life together. So he made some bad decisions, but he was truly a good man. So once again, he went absent out of my life, but I didn't get discouraged. I kept doing good for myself and I stayed connected with God. On November 7th, 2006, my life changed forever. I gave birth to a beautiful baby girl that was born on the exact day that I was born. I was so happy and really determined to continue doing great for not just me, but for my child. Because I didn't want her to be like me. I wanted her to be better than me. And things started going downhill again. I was outside one day at my mom's apartment and a guy walked up to me and because I didn't want to give him my number, I was a victim of domestic violence. I didn't even know this person, but he took away my smile. He started a fight with me, and he wound up hitting me in my face multiple times, and he knocked out some of my teeth. He took away everything that I had. I couldn't smile anymore. I didn't want to live anymore. My life wasn't going the way that I expected, so I did what I usually do. I ran away. I packed up my daughter things and we moved to Georgia to stay with extended family because I felt ugly. I felt ashamed of what had just happened to me. And once again, things just took another turn for the worse. So eventually when I came back home, I got my teeth fixed. So that gave me a little bit of hope. I got back in school and I got a job and I was continuing to support my daughter and try to start over and be happy again. In December 2008, I got married to my first love and we got pregnant with our first child together. My husband was in the military, so we traveled a lot. I went all over the world. I went to Japan and everything. I had my life in order and everything was going great until tragedy struck us again. On September 18, 2009, I gave birth to another beautiful baby girl. But unfortunately, the next day, she passed away. She only lived to be a day old. I didn't understand why that happened to us, but I know that everything happens for a reason and everything happens for God's plans. But eventually, I wound up losing everything. After four years of staying in a marriage, we decided to get a divorce and we actually had another child, which is my firstborn son. I wound up losing everything out of that relationship and I wasn't valued as a person. 
I got blamed for everything that went wrong. So I started to feel depressed all over again. So I moved back in with my mother, but I started going to church and started reading my Bible and started staying connected with God. And eventually I started getting my life back together. And then I heard about an opportunity to move to Lake County. And I was fortunate enough to get a four bedroom apartment for me and my children, which God has blessed me with five in total, six including Michaela, which passed away. But I started to try to get things back in order for the sake of myself and for the sake of my kids. And we came up on very hard times. So that's when I reached out to Mary Stella and Mary Stella has been one of the greatest things that has ever happened to me in my life and in my kids' life because not only did they take the time to listen to what I was saying, they took the time to actually help me improve in my life and get the things that I needed. We came out here with nothing. I only had my van and my kids with nothing else. Mary Stella made it to where they called a lot of organizations to donate things to us so we can get clothes and food and coats and the things that we didn't have. And they also linked me with love in the name of Christ, which I'm so grateful to have them a part of my life also because they helped us furnish our apartment and they came at the right time. Everything just came at the right time. And I'm just so fortunate to be here with Fran today to sit here and tell my testimony and my story about the things that happened to me in my life that I actually got over, not only through the help of God guiding me, but through people that actually helped support us and just helped us to get on the right track. I'm still struggling a little now with some hardships because unfortunately, I lost my van, so now my kids and I don't have a vehicle to move around, but that's not gonna stop me from getting where I need to be and achieving my goals in life. I wanna be a better person for my kids and for myself. And God is bringing opening doors open for us. And yesterday, I actually went on my first job interview since five years and I'm praying that I get the job so I can help continue to be a great mother and a great person and to support me and my family. I thank everybody that has helped us, but most importantly, I thank God. And I just wanna say to anybody that feels like what they're going through, that's the end of it. It's not the end of your life and you can make it. Anything is possible if you just keep faith and if you keep praying and if you stay grounded with God. Everything is gonna be okay. Keep smiling and keep pushing and continue to stay prayerful and faithful. Thank you, Crystal, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, I wanna say that too. I wanted to say just a couple little things here. One thing that struck me was, even though you were having problems with your dad, you said, and I think this is beautiful, 
and I quote, you said, truly my father was a good man. And no matter, he had he went to jail and all of that, but you still picked up on that. And many times people that have family problems were blaming our dads. And it is, you can't blame anybody. It kind of just happens, but to hear you say, truly he was a good man, and that is a beautiful thing. And I hear the up and down, but you, you have persevered, Crystal, and I know that you are a good woman and a good mother, and it's going to be wonderful. Thank you, Fran. Yeah, and you're going to get that van back. Don't worry. I know. Thank <laughs> you. Come on. I'm praying. Come on, God. <laughs> yes, please, yes. God. Another thing I wanted to say, you lost your, your first child, but you did name her Michaela, right? Yes, I did. And I think that's beautiful. And some uh, moms that lose their child do not name that child. And and that is a real person, and and it is wonderful to know that you did name that child. And yes. Talk, that child is in heaven, sticking up for you all the time. Yes, so. she is. And, and, and I still believe that we're connected. Yes. In every way. I still talk to her as if she was here. That is wonderful. I still wear my mustard seeds around my neck. To you. Oh, how nice. To keep the faith uh-huh. strong uh-huh. so I won't forget that yeah. even though I've been through it all that went down, God is still here by my side to lift me up. So and God I'm is still with you. staying positive. Yes, and God is with you all the <laughs> yeah. time. He never leaves you alone. And sometimes yeah. it looks, it makes you feel sometimes that you're, uh, how am I going to make this? But yeah. you, if you talk to God and, and don't be afraid, He's there with you, and He will, like how I say, God is my strength. And yes, my song. ma'am. So uh, yes, ma'am. He has been your strength. <laughs> yes, so, truly, God yes, yes. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here and and sharing the the wonderful gifts that, that Maristella brings to our community. Fran, do you just want to maybe wrap up once again with the ways that people can assist you in the ministry at Maristella? If you want to donate, that's all you have to do is go to maristella.org and hit donate and tell you what to do next. So we do appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank uh, you, Bill. Thank you so much, Fran and Crystal. This has been an episode of WSFI Spotlight. Until next time, from all of us here at WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, I'm your host, Bill Snyder. Thank you so much, and God bless. This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org.